0: for helping us get set up and I promise you you don't want to miss worship night. Go ahead and RSVP, pick your time so we can make sure we got room for you. It's going to be an over an hour of live music. You just don't want to miss it right there in the theater. All right, what we're going to do today, we're going to start this new series and it's going to be a little challenging for you. So buckle your seat belts and let's hang on as we go for this ride. Today we're talking about love is absolutely powerful but it can also be a little weird. For example, I'll explain, and I'm going to make it very personal for you. I'm in a weird category here. I am one of the weird people that love Pepsi. Anybody love Pepsi? One person. (laughs) That's why I was trying to tell you. I think it was Spud. He was like, I do love it. All right, but here's the truth. It's weird. Nobody really loves Pepsi, but I do. So everybody's like, that's strange. And even more weird is I also love the Dallas Cowboys. Anybody? Come on. (laughs) Where? two more people. All right. So here's the deal. Very weird because all they do is break my heart. I promise you. All right. When it comes to love, I love them for, I mean, since I was a kid, but it seems like it's heartbreak after heartbreak. And this is one more love of mine that does not break my heart. Are you ready? Put it on the screen for them. There she is. Mm. (laughs) 60 years of a faithful relationship. All right, she's 60 years old, and I'm gonna tell you, she's got a lot of reasons to love her. Look at this great assortment of options for you when you go to the supermarket. There's so much there for you. It's awesome because she never breaks my heart. She's very faithful. That's why I love older women. 60 years old. That's serious. All right, little joke for you. I also love more than little Debbie. I love rock and roll. That's why I love some Van Halen. Anybody else love rock and roll in here? Come on, where are you? (laughs) I'm going to take it back for you. Here's a little John jet for you. Take it away, girl. This morning, warming you up, getting ready for a great day, because it's not just rock and roll. You know, I'm from the music business, man. That's what I love. Lived in Nashville, lit, did a lot of Christian music, had a lot of fun, grew up loving all kinds of music. Now, I'm not a great musician, uh, and I am a songwriter, but not a great songwriter. But you've probably heard me say this. I've written a few songs, including this past Christmas, we had a country Christmas. Anybody here when we did country Christmas? Where y'all at? Come on. Okay. You could view and vote on YouTube If that's the song you want to do You want a Christmas in February We could do that again We had a little fun with a country Christmas Me and Greg wrote that song with Daniel's help We just kind of put it together to have a little fun But I don't really love country music But I love Christmas so it worked Well, now that we're in the month of February We're going to talk about love This is the love month So it reminded me of another song I wrote And guess who this song was about I promise you it wasn't little Debbie It was my beautiful wife Can I get some love on that? Come on, come on, Yes (laughs) We'll take you back to 1998 I wrote this song with Greg's help To uh, surprise my wife In our wedding And when we did this I had no idea if it was going to work or not But we decided to pull a clip From one of the only times I've played it live Other than my wedding Greg and Johnny Mac came and helped me So I'm trying to get some brownie points Because Valentine's Day is only a few weeks away All right, so go ahead This is for you Angie I love you Roll the tape
1: You are so gentle You are so sweet, your love for us
0: I know, it's 100% self-serving, dude I'm trying to get brownie points So thank you for bearing with it But I want you to notice something I did not write about Pepsi, Little Debbie, or the Cowboys, All right. I wrote about the love of my life And this is what makes love so weird And powerful Is there's a lot of different types of love And you know this from romantic To your family, to your friends And one of the other loves of my life is my dog, son I gotta put Cosmo up here Look at him right there He loves Christmas. He loves opening presents. That's my boy right there, son. So I love him. Didn't write about him either. All of these different things are all connected to love for me. And don't forget stuff. You got to love stuff too. And this would be something that I would love. I don't own that, but I would really love it. It's like one of those things. You go, man, I love a Jeep. I love my dog. I love my wife. I love little Debbie. I love Pepsi. All these different things are going on. But. Can we really find a better description or definition of love? You can. You Got to look at 1 John chapter 4. Look at this. This is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice for our sins. Now, this is where I really want to hang out from. If you're taking notes, you can download them. Just remember this. The power of love is equal to sacrifice. Now I know you may know that, but as we walk through and give you some illustrations and examples today, I think it's going to become more real to you. Because Jesus was very clear on this. John 15 gives us another example. I demand that you love each other as much as I love you. Well, how much do you love us? This is how you measure. The greatest love is shown when a person lays down his life for his friends. What is he saying? It comes down to sacrifice. The greatest love is when we sacrifice for someone else, whether it be in your family, a friend, a community, whoever it may be. And I don't know about you, but I got a question that I kind of want to just it up a little bit with. In this room, in these theaters at home, I want to hear you. Who wants to be a good lover? <laughs> yeah. Lord, I'm praying for every person because they're, they're pausing right now going, that's a pervert up there. No. If you want to be a good lover, it is way beyond romantic. Y'all are even freaked out by the word. Who wants to be a good lover? Everybody's like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm scared. Think about this. Do you want to be a great lover to your kids, to your friends, to your neighbors? Here is the key, and that is sacrifice. The power is found in your ability to sacrifice for other people. And I'm going to show you a great lover here. And this is Steve Hartman. I love Steve Hartman. But he has a perfect example of what it is like to love someone like your neighbor. And when you watch this video, I want you to ask yourself, could you do it? Would you do it? And listen close for how long they have been loving their neighbor. Watch.
2: For most of us, being a good neighbor means loaning a stick of butter maybe the occasional social visit. Hello. How are you, Kathy? But Kathy Felt of Sandy, Utah, says whatever your standard, it pales compared to what her neighbors did for her. What was your reaction?
1: I cried. Just like now. I was so moved. It's my miracle.
2: Kathy's miracle began about 10 years ago. Her MS had progressed to the point where she couldn't even get into bed. And since she lived alone, the only logical long-term solution seemed to be a nursing home. Until, one day, the guy next door came over and presented Kathy with a list. A list of about 60 men from the neighborhood who were willing to come over
1: Hi, Kathy.
2: in teams of two to put Kathy to bed. Take off her slippers,
0: take off her socks. One guy gets on one side and one guy gets on the other side. Lift her up, put her on the bed.
1: <laughs> it's a process.
0: You got to have a pillow under this foot. Things need to be just so. She finally says, I feel good. Perfect. Pull the covers up and she's tucked in for the night. We leave the kiss out. Yeah, yeah good, Okay. <laughs>
2: Kathy's two sons and an aide help her in the morning. But this nightly ritual has been going on seven days a week Hi, for 10 years now. We're gonna be here as long as she needs us. Keith Pugmire is the main organizer. Our challenge is to get everybody a time. Wait, 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 you've got more volunteers than you need? Yeah. What kind of
1: neighborhood is this?
2: This is a great neighborhood.
0: <laughs> Clearly. There's some houses for sale you wanna move in.
2: <laughs> Before you call a realtor though, one caveat. When Keith first started soliciting volunteers, he says not everyone was a natural Florence Nightingale.
1: I can't say I was excited, I'll I'll tell you that. Coming into somebody's home, it's a woman,
2: and I have no health
1: care background at all. Here's that, here's your phone.
2: There was definitely an evolution, and it was most evident in this man. Did you want to do this? His name is John Keller. No. No. John now admits... The only reason he agreed to help Kathy was because he knew he would look bad if he didn't. That's hard for me to say. I had always considered myself a good person, Christian. Then I realized maybe I'm not. I wanted to be a better person. Today, John says the simple act of lifting Kathy, week after week, has made him a profoundly better person. A good reminder that burdens are sometimes blessings in disguise.
0: Yeah, no problem, I don't know if you heard or not, but did you hear how long? 10 years. 10 years and going. Now, if somebody asks you to do something for them, you go, okay, I can do that for a little while. But 10 years? I love Steve Hartman, and I love the fact that he challenges us with real stories. He gives you real examples. And I love the honesty of the last guy going, man, I just didn't want to look bad. But then what did it do for him? It changed him because he was willing to sacrifice, Then something happened inside of him. I decided to pull another song in here. Obviously, uh, we didn't do two songs like we typically do, so I had a little bit of mine there. And then I'm bringing this one in because this guy's a way better songwriter than me, and there's a reason. Uh, He's very popular, you've heard of him before uh, But it's about love And he's a great love song writer And I found this song And we pulled a clip from it But I want you to not just listen I want you to really listen To the words of this one chorus Because it really does define What love is all about These neighbors have seen it And Brian Adams describes it Watch i e You. Now, I know most of you don't love Brian Adams like I do, but he is my favorite. I've seen him a bunch of different times. Great date night. If you see him unplugged anywhere, take your wife, your spouse, your friend, man. It is awesome. But I want to bring back up the lyrics and put them on the screen for you. When you love someone, you sacrifice. You give everything you got and you don't think twice. You risk it all, no matter what may come, when you love someone. If I don't know any better, I think he's reading some scripture because what you will see over and over in the word of God is this description. First John says it like this. This is how we know what real love is, is when you give your life. See, Jesus came in and he said, I'm not just going to talk about it. I'm going to demonstrate real love. He gave his life for us. It is the power of love in action. It is sacrifice. In our community, we look at different groups of people and we go, yeah, they get it. Police, fire, I walked outside even just a minute ago and smelt the fire in the area. We have a fire right now somewhere in the shreveport bossier area. And I'm like, there's men and women, regardless, Sunday morning, putting out the fire, making sure people are safe. Doctors, nurses, right now in hospitals all across this area, there are people working this morning, some of them watching this, thank you for serving. Teachers, week in, week out, sacrificing showing their love, risking it all, doing whatever they can to demonstrate their love. But the group that's above most, if not all of these groups I've mentioned, are the women and men that wear the uniform in our military. Because it's an above and beyond sacrifice. It's overseas. It's really risking your life at a level that many of us will never, ever face. When I was thinking about how to demonstrate sacrifice, I thought I could show a clip of a man or woman serving, but I remembered this clip from a very popular movie called We Were Soldiers. And it's not just the men and women who put on the uniform. It's those that are left behind, back home, that sacrifice as well. And probably one of the most powerful clips on sacrifice is this next one for me. This is when... In the middle of some of the darkest moments in our history, many women had to stand up and step up to serve their country as well. Here's a clip. Watch.
2: Moore? Colonel Moore's wife? Yes. I need help finding an address.
1: I'm looking for.
2: I don't like this job, madam just trying to do it.
1: Wait. Wait! I'll take it to her. And tell the cab company, if there are any others, just bring them to me.
0: You know, I pulled just a little bit of that because if you're not familiar with the movie, this woman took on the burden of telling all of her friends, all of her neighbors, that their spouse was gone, lost at war, giving their life because they loved this country so much that they were willing to lay down their life. And if you hadn't seen the movie, it's a great movie. It's a great one to go back and watch because you'll see right after that, she walks down the street and it's a large stack of envelopes. And a younger lady comes up and says, What are we going to do? And she says, We're going to go from door to door and love on each and every one of these women. That is sacrifice. First John says it like this our love should not be only words and talk, it's not just what you say. It's got to be real. You got to show it by the things that you do She didn't just say That she loved her neighbors, her friends She demonstrated that Sacrifice is very difficult And so is love And so Webster defines sacrifice as this Willing to surrender something for the sake of something else When you're willing to lay down something For someone else or for something else And in that definition Does any word jump out at you? Because to me It's that word surrender. See, this is what the problem with all of us, especially Christians in the church, is we kind of think it's about us. (laughs) What I want, what I need, this is what I'm looking for, this is what I got to have, or this is what I'm going to do, and I get it. This is the world that we live in. But what's really challenging to me and difficult for me is that God's Word is like, it ain't about you, bro. Are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to lay down your life? Are you willing to surrender? Ephesians says like this, live a life of love just as Christ loved us. And what did he do? He gave himself up as a sweet-smelling offering, as a sacrifice to God. It's kind of like when you put on that new cologne and you walk out somebody goes, man, you smell good. You, you change the world that you're in. You can walk the room. And as Christians, is it, man, when they're here, there's something different? Or is it like, man, they stinky? They ain't really doing the right thing. Because when I grew up in church, that's what the problem was. It was this idea. It was like, man, what's in it for me? I don't like the way this is going. And people would argue and they'd fight and all these things are going on. And then the world goes, man, there ain't nothing different. Man, it doesn't smell so good. And somehow when you look at all that scripture, when you look at all these different ideas, it comes back to this. Even in that last passage, give, offering, sacrifice. And really, when we see those words, everybody kind of freaks out, too. It's like, hold on a second. What are you going to talk about? Well, it does remind me, when we first started Symbol Church, we had this blue bucket out front of the theaters. I found the picture of the very first one, the original, with the popsicle stand. Like, you see that popsicle stick I mean right there? And we would go in, and people would make change in it. Anybody remember that? You don't don't admit that you did it. But yeah, they'd go in, they'd give, and they would just kind of figure out what, because we didn't take an offering, we didn't do anything. But we were saying, hey, we got to do it. We got to survive. This is how we're going to do it. Man, if you can sacrifice, you can give a little bit, it'll help. And it worked. People are doing it. Now in the modern world, everybody's like, well, how do you do that now? Well, they're still giving stations because we don't take an offering. You can do it online. You can do it all these different ways. So it's not that we don't know how. It's not that we're really not sure about it. It's just that we're trying to work through that. It's a difficult time for people. And in the midst of you trying to figure it out and navigate all of that, give offering, sacrifice, always go back to money. Let me tell you something. It ain't about money. Because if we're all honest, it gets a little stanky when you start talking about money. Everybody starts going, man, I don't know about this. Offering kind of stanky, and I don't don't like the way it is. It's difficult. I get it. But I want to remind you, not what I say, but look at 2 Corinthians. God is ready to overwhelm you. Now think about this. this ain't me man This is like what he says With more blessings than you could ever imagine So you'll always be taken care of in every way And then you'll have more than enough to share with others When you sacrifice for others When you surrender to others You demonstrate the power of love Willing to surrender Willing to give up something for someone else For the sake of something else And this is the problem Most of us don't like that And we always equate it to money, but I'm telling you, it's bigger than money. (laughs) I hate the fact that the church always tries to, oh, it's about the money, it's about the money. No, it's your life. If you're hung up on money and you don't really, I don't know if I can serve and I don't know if I can sacrifice, I'm telling you, it's gonna be a struggle because when you walk out and you follow Jesus, it's sacrifice, it's surrender, it's give, it's die. That's what it is to follow Christ. Romans 12, one says like this, God is so good, I beg you, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice—that's the most sensible way to serve God. He's not saying, "Hey, just a part of who you are." It's everything. It's like when you get married. It's like, "Hey, I'm giving you all of me." If someone's been good to you and you're in a relationship with them, you go, "Man, I'm giving you—I'm all in." And somehow, some way, when we start thinking about church and following God, we're not sure about it. It's like, "Oh no." Kind of reminds me of some marriages, some relationship. It's like, Mom, this is my money. It ain't your money. No, it's our money. <laughs> this is my house. This ain't your house. No, it's like, man, this is our house. And the irony is, is when you were dating, you'd sacrifice anything. you give them time. you give them cash. you go to Two Johns say, what, what, what? Eat, right? Put flowers out, getaways, go on vacations. And then you get married and you get stingy. Don't anybody look at your spouse. Look forward. Look forward. Because you know it's true. We're all guilty of it. I've been married 26 years. I can tell you the longer I'm married, sometimes when I look at my life, I'm like, man, I'm getting too selfish. I'm not really sacrificing like I should. And I know I'm not the only one. I have a feeling you're with me. So if you love your spouse, if I love my spouse, let's sacrifice. You love your kids, you sacrifice. If you love God, you love the church, you sacrifice. Maybe tonight you want to know a little bit more about Simple Church. I'm putting it up here one more time because there's so many questions about Simple Church. Partner Party is where you get a lot of them answered. You got to sign up though. Space is limited. We're at chef Table. But why would I tell you that? It's because I can tell you that there's a lot of people watching, a lot of people making all this happen that sacrifice every Sunday. Their time, their energy, their effort for 17 years, setting up, tearing down, taking care of babies, all these different things. I am super grateful. But it ain't about me. It's because they're going, God, I want to do what I can. Because maybe when I sacrifice, the power of love will be revealed. And if you're really honest, that's the truth. If you want to walk out of here and change your company, change your home, change your community, change the world, it is when you have the ability to sacrifice for other people and when they see that they go man there's something different they smell different they act different they look different but as soon as you get self absorbed and, and it's about me or what i want do your it's over and that can be the problem with the church or with marriages with families friendships whatever so i decided to close with one great example of sacrifice and when i show you this video i hope that when you watch it you will see what i see a man willing to sacrifice and then two co-workers sacrificing for a stranger. Pretty powerful example of what sacrificial love looks like. Watch.
2: There's really not a whole lot to do at Lakeside Park in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, at least not in the winter. So why then, for the past couple months, have these two city workers been sneaking off on their own to shovel a walkway no one really needs to walk on? For most people, it's a path to nowhere. Yeah, it's a path to somewhere for one person. Jared Ebert and Kevin Schultz say they discovered that one person one snowy day. He was in his car. He was in his car, and the snowbank was there. Did you know what he was doing there? Kind, Kind of put it together. It took us both back a little bit, thinking, my gosh, his devotion is that strong that he still comes when he can't make it to the bench even. At the end of the walk, there's a bench dedicated to a woman named Betty Caldwell. And just based on the flowers, you can tell, she still loved.
1: I'll give you a daisy a day, dear. I'll give you a daisy a day.
2: Bud Caldwell says his wife loved that song, Daisy a Day.
1: And the four winds we know blow away.
2: So when he lost her a couple years ago after 55 years of marriage, he got a bench in her memory and started taking her daisies every day he could. He thought no one was noticing. So imagine his surprise.
1: Yeah, one day I pulled up there and there's the walk shoveled.
2: What'd you think of that?
1: My knee's about buckle on
2: Bud couldn't believe someone would go to such trouble.
1: Totally unexpected, you know.
2: We're just doing what we felt was our job. I haven't read your job description, but I don't think it's in there. <laughs> Some intuition, be it divine or otherwise, says, you know, this is why you're here, to help one another.
1: Good afternoon, dear. Well, it's a nice day. Cold, but nice. Here's your daisy.
2: Sometimes, to make a difference in the world, you need a good idea. And sometimes, all you need is to recognize the good around you and clear the way for it.
1: See you tomorrow, munchkin. Love you. Always did. Always will. I'll give you a daisy a day, dear. I'll give you a daisy a day. (sighs) I'll love you until all the rivers run still and the poor winds we know. Blow away.
0: Come on, y'all. Hey, boys, you better go get your flowers. All right. Because why? You're showing your love. You're sacrificing. And I'm blown away by the story. But here's the goal when we walk out of here. Are we going to make it personal? That's why I want you to come and listen each week as we walk through a different aspect of this love. Thanks for being here, and let me pray for you. Father, as I think about the sacrifice of love, I have to go back to you and what you've done for us. You demonstrated. You didn't just tell us that you loved us. You went to the cross, you shed your blood, and you overcame the grave, Father, so that we could have hope today, so we could have a do-over, a chance to get it right Then you walk this planet and all you did was sacrifice and serve other people to tell us that's what we're supposed to be doing. Not demanding our way, not getting frustrated and aggravated with each other. But Lord, whether it's a neighbor, a stranger, a friend, a family member, help us, God, to live a life of sacrifice. And then the power of love will be displayed the way that you did for us. If somebody doesn't know you, I pray that they would say, Jesus, come in my life. I need a fresh start. I need a new beginning. And I believe in you and I accept you today. And I know that when someone does that, God, you're the kind of God who shows up and changes our life. Help us, Father, to follow you. Help us to be like you. Help us to live out this love in a sacrificial way that will change not only our life, but the people around us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.